Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we're catching up with Tammy Sharp. She is Rutherford County School Board member for Zone 1. And if you're thinking, gosh, where in the world is Zone 1, which you're probably like the majority of Rutherford Countyans, uh, that's the north end of the county, isn't it, Tammy? It is the north end right at the county line with Davidson County, and it goes to Amaville, basically Amaville Road. So it's the east side of the interstate from Waldron Road to Amaville Road. Um, a very highly populated area that's growing even more, which we're going to talk to uh, talk to you about here in in just a few. Um, man, what a first semester! <laughs> yes, it flew by. Actually, I, I don't know if it flew by for the students, but it did for those of us on the school board. So. You definitely have had some challenging um, things in this last year. Um, you know, with with COVID and having to deal with that and. You know, it's such a highly emotional issue that people are very passionate on many sides of, of that whole thing and trying to make a decision with that and uh, also having to replace a school board member. I mean, you've had some challenges with the board this year, haven't you? Very much so, but um, I think we've come out of it um, really well. Um, we have pretty much come together and have decided that we've got to get aggressive with our building programs. Um, none of us really have an appetite, and I know the parents don't, and especially the students, don't want to be rezoned again. And it's just so horrendous for the children um, to be, you know, they start their high school careers now kind of in the seventh grade. And, uh, you know, they've got their career path, and they uh, don't want to change. You know, they've got their friends, and it's completely understandable. And we don't want to rezone, and we really don't want to build. We're in the business of education, but because we have 20 people moving to Rutherford County every day, um, they're still coming. Nobody's going to close the gates, so we've we've got to we've got to put them somewhere. Well, let's uh, let's jump into that uh, as well, and and we'll look kind of look forward to what's going on in this in this next year uh, as well, the next semester, and. Well, I know that kids, administrators, everyone involved in Rutherford County Schools is going to use this Christmas break just to take a big, deep breath and get ready to go again. I think I think we'll be ready. I think everybody's ready to get back to as close as normal as possible. Sure, everybody needs to take their precautions and, you know, build up their immunity. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. <laughs> if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a flu season anyway. And, you know, we're visiting our families and people are in tight quarters. We're not outside. So um, people need to take those, you know, precautions that they feel necessary. And let's get back in January and finish this year strong. Yeah. Well, uh, Tammy, we you, you mentioned get aggressive on building and rezoning, it, but getting aggressive on building is going to take a while, and there are already schools that are well over capacity. I, I, I think about Rockvale, the brand new school, which has almost 2,500 kids, and... Uh, busting at the seams and more moving in so there may have to be some rezoning before building or what what are, what are your thoughts we are looking at it now and there's another meeting in january for the rezoning um there 
there's some other capacities that we've looked at at Holloway. Um, I've spoke with, I, not the whole board, so that's just me, uh, have spoke with um, our CTE um, directors and said, you know, let's put another CTE program at Holloway and let's fill up that school. It's, you know, it's a choice school, so, you know, you can choose to go to that school. It could hold 100 students right now. Um, and we're really only going to rezone roughly 300 students hmm. So uh, at this time. But, you know, that's likely to change um, at any moment. But we really, we don't want to rezone. We really don't want to. Uh, but if we don't rezone some students, even if they're ninth graders, eighth graders, if we don't leave them at Riverdale or some of the other schools, Rockville is going to be 2,700 students. And that's just, not, you just can't. Right. You just can't. You just can't. That's probably at least 700 or so over oh it's way over yeah. 700 yeah. yeah i mean in terms of capacity yeah yeah and you know we go by square footage so um it's just too many it's too many it's too many for the staff it's too many for the rsros it's just not mm -hmm. something you know that you can wrap your your hands around and and part of the problem in that particular area would have to be well we we rezoned some of these kids from Riverdale to Rockvale just, what, a year or two ago, yes. and they may have to go back yes. to Riverdale. I yes. mean, that's that's part of what you don't want to happen, right. but it may. Right, But And the only way, really, at this point, since we're growing so uh, fast, is to get aggressive with a building program. So when you say aggressive with a, a building program, are we talking about new schools, a combination of new schools and additions? What are your thoughts right there? Right now we're looking at additions, but we're going to have to build new schools because on the north end, um, on the west side of the interstate between Waldron Road and um, Stewart, not Stewart Creek, um, excuse me, um, Sam Ridley, uh, the Blair Road area all the way back to Wils Williamson County, they've pulled about roughly 9,000 permits for homes in that area. And we calculate 1.3 students per household. So we're looking at over 11,000 students just come into that area. And 11,000 students. Wow. Yeah. And you already have schools at capacity. <laughs> and in our schools, yeah. I mean, you know, Stewart's Creek, you know, was a beautiful campus and everything, but it was basically at capacity when we opened it so w w how, do, how do you part of the problem with new schools let me just go down that road for a second is finding the land and that's been a challenge hasn't it's been it? a challenge we we're still looking for property in the 84096 area w the school board was looking for property in that area before i came on board um so we can find the land but it's dirty dirt or it's rocky or you can't you can't build on it you know there's water or something like that S similar to the property that we had in 96 that we um didn't purchase mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me but um that's that's part of the problem with our building program now is because you know we have people from time to time call and say, i've got property do you want to look at it and we're like yes absolutely and then you know they do the geo study on it and everything and it's not we can't build on it i, I would think that um you know, if, if there's not 
water and sewer, then you have to think of step systems and all right, that kind of thing. And, right. and having land that is big enough for a school campus that to do that, it, it takes a pretty special piece of land. That was the great thing about our Plainview property. Mm-hmm. Um, and that school just won a, an award, School of the Year through TSBA. It is a beautiful campus and school. That was one thing about that property that people kind of don't look at was that it had water. You know, it was already there. We didn't have to put in a step system. And we built that school in one year. One year. So we bought the property, built it, and it was open the next year. So um, that very seldom happens. Yeah. The annex at uh, Laverne Middle has, has been almost for two, almost two years, and we already had the property. Um, so not only do we have problems with the land, we've got the supply chain. And that was one of the reasons that the opening for Laverne Middle was delayed was the chairs, <laughs> desk, and you know supplies that we needed in the classroom. We couldn't get them here. And you know we're still probably missing some. With 9,000 new homes in the Smyrna-Laverne area that you mentioned, that's one area of growth. We hear about the explosion in West Murfreesboro, and that's not going to slow down. It's almost like you can't catch up. No, we can't. We can't. And um, someone asked me the other day, I said, we could probably build a new school, not just an annex, a new school every year for the next 10 years and probably not be caught up. And then where does that money come from? Is the and other that's, the, that's the problem. Um, you know, the industries that are coming in is not paying for the growth. It's just not. So you, you mentioned annexes, and that's, that's an interesting concept. Um, the... The first one that I remember of recent uh, annexes was the one over at Blackman Middle, and it's it you know that's kind of where the sixth grade is and seventh grade in you know in the existing building, and and that worked, and Oakland Middle got one, and we really haven't seen that on the high school level uh, at Oakland and and Riverdale, and since I was there back in the nineties. But there is a renewed effort to maybe expand those campuses? Those two campuses and then Smyrna and Laverne. Um, So um, Claire Maxwell has long asked for the annex um, at Riverdale. And um, she told me recently that she'd seen some um, drawings that were were beautiful. And I I spoke with some of our SROs at one of the the last meetings that we had there. And they they want it too. I mean you just have to have more space than you have kids i mean there's just no way around it it cuts down on a lot of issues Mm -hmm. that they have now there uh, the area that i'm thinking of at especially the uh oakland and riverdale campuses is the the big courtyard area Is, is that kind of where the thinking is to build an annex in between the existing buildings yes yes from I've not seen the drawings, but Claire has long wanted to kind of not close in the courtyard, but kind of put another annex there in the mm-hmm. courtyard. And and that would help with some of the uh, overcrowding issue, at least for now. Yes, at least for now. You know, all the new schools that we've built recently, uh, at the end of the hallways, we've we've uh, drawn in and put the foundation in. Uh, at the end of the hallways so that concrete and all the footing is already in the ground so when we need to expand the annex there all we have to do is build up so the we can expand i think it's like 16 to 18 classrooms on the new school buildings that we've built so that 
plan for the annex was already there. The cafeterias have been expanded already for that growth, so we don't have to go back and expand the cafeterias. It's our, the, the cafeteria is already the size for the largest school. Mm-hmm. And, and you've mentioned uh, not only Oakland and Riverdale, but Smyrna and Laverne, which yes. is in your zone. Yes, and, and those those are important there. We need it desperately because Laverne has one high school and one middle school, but we've got a lot of elementary schools, and I don't know how we can get any more populated but we seem to be finding ways um that that arbor ridge on the west side of the interstate it's, it's going to be a huge huge development and uh we're gonna have a lot of kids there and now you know with the legislation um that comes into effect this next school year 23 um the open borders we call it the open borders so if there's someone who lives in cannon county or davidson county if one of our schools has an open seat they're allowed to bring their student to that school so it's going to be um tricky for our central office to make sure that we have enough seats for our students and any students that would potentially move here before we give up a seat for someone to another county that's that's interesting let's let's talk about that a little bit because we're, we're talking about schools that are well over capacity i mean I guess the argument could be there there are no open seats, but I, I guess you, how does that work? Well, I think if we go to, to that and there there are a few open seats, it may go to a lottery, but I, I, I just really don't see us having any open seats. I really don't. I, it, it, it's just amazing to me to think that we're talking about needing to build annexes at four of our high schools and uh, you know, and that doesn't even take into account the overcrowding in the middle schools and elementary school levels. I mean, it's just yeah. really tough. Yeah. I would like to see, um, been talking to a lot of students and their parents from um, Thurman Francis because, you know, it's the magnet school in the North End and their scores are fantastic. And since we only have two high schools on the North End, one of the things I would like to see is a magnet um slash maybe CTE specific high school put on the north end. I mean, because we're, we're going to have to have another one up. We're going to have to have another high school. So um, I think come January, February, the board is looking into going to a retreat and sit down and hash out a lot of um, some of the specifics that, that we're looking to do. So I, I guess this workshop or retreat whatever you want to call it is to sit down and and try to project some growth and and areas where you can build but then at that point you have to go back and ask the county commission for money and and that kind of thing do you feel like it's going to be cheaper to uh, build classrooms onto on existing properties at existing schools than to build a new school? Well, obviously, since we've already paid for the property and that's one of the largest expenses, we still have the Matthews property that's at 96 and uh, Jefferson Pike. Mm-hmm. Um, so we still have that property, and uh, but it's not growing as fast in that area. Um, so, I mean, eventually it will, and we've got that, you know, in our back pocket, but obviously it costs less to build on it's not going to get any less expensive to build period um with the supply chain demands and everything it it, i mean it just you know getting it transported here just costs more money um for the raw materials so well in that particular area that you're talking about you've got um oakland and siegel middle schools that 
have so many kids. So it, it may be that that property has a middle school on it before a high school it, it down the be. road. It could be. Uh, because I know that you all had to take up a little rezoning issue there uh, just to help alleviate some of Walter the uh, Hill. yeah and some some of that Wilson. pressure um, at the middle schools there because I, I I live in that neck of the woods and there are like fourteen portables at Siegel Middle School and they've been there for years so I mean th- there is when when you see that growth in an area that's not growing explosively like the north end of the county or West Murfreesboro. It, it really shows you the strain that the system is on in terms of kids. And, and I think, I think it will grow in that area, yeah. but, um, somebody needs to close the gate. <laughs> <laughs> if there were a gate to close, uh, well, uh, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing some insights here. Um, it, it's going to be a busy 2022 for the school board. It's going to be it? very busy. Uh, and get the ground hit the ground running here real soon i'm sure real soon yeah tammy i appreciate you coming in today and uh thanks for uh, sharing your time and hope you have a merry christmas and a happy new year merry christmas to you it's always a pleasure absolutely tammy sharp joining us today rutherford county school board member if you missed any part of our program be sure to check wgnsradio.com under podcast and rutherford issues to listen back to the show